It's time for another episode of The Father's Truth, the show where real men band together, stand up for father's rights, and bring the father's truth out of the darkness. Of the darkness. Out of the darkness and into the light, giving fathers a voice everywhere. A broadcast brought to you by the Fathers Lives Matter Network. Here's your host. Here's your host. Alan Donovan. Alan Donovan. All right, you fine people. It is another night. And it is another episode of The Father's Truth. I am Alan Donovan. If you're a person who is a part of the family court and the Father's Rights universe, you have undoubtedly talked about child support. Whether it's the good things about child support, which, let's be honest, I really don't know many, or the bad things about child support, which we can list a laundry list of the bad things about child support. You know, you've talked about legitimacy or illegitimacy of the child support and how it's become an unstoppable monster with a bottomless appetite when it comes to fathers and fathers' rights. Tonight, we're going to talk to Mark Zakanis. He's been fighting in the system in California for 31 years. That's right, 31 years. He's been fighting the family court system and the child support system. Um... If you saw the video leading up to the show, he has actually stopped paying child support because it has just gotten so ridiculous. Um, Mark is in his late 60s. He was part of the motion picture industry for 35 years, and now he is retired, and he is going to come on and tell us all about his battle with the child support system in the family court system in the state of California. So let's go ahead and get him on here. Mark, I see you, and I'm going to send you a request right this second. So bear with me here one second. Fabulous day. It's a new week. I knew something. <laughs> That's what I tell myself all the time. Mark, brother, how are you doing? I'm good. My, my significant helped me get on here. Oh, I cannot hear you, Mark. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I've got no sound, buddy. No sound. Hmm. I've got no um, sound on you, Mark. Okay, let's see here. How about I now? You're on mute. No, I don't have it on mute. No. Nope. It's not on mute. I'm not hmm. hearing any, anything. I don't know hey why. Guys, in the audience, are you able to hear anything? Are you able to hear me? Are you able to hear Mark? I can hear you perfectly. I can yeah. hear you perfectly. I'm, I can't hear you. Hmm. I don't know why. Okay, so Mark, I'm going to remove you, and then I'm going to bring you back in because I cannot hear you at all. Okay. Okay, so give me just a moment here. All right. Sorry about this, folks. Every now and again, we get one of these shows where we get technical difficulties. I just upgraded my phone, so it very well could be something on my side. So bear with me here one second. We'll see what we can do here. 
How's that? Is this better? Let's see what we got going on here, folks. Alan, can you hear me now? There we go. I Is that can, better? Yep, I can hear you now. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? Well, it's Monday. You know, another another fun day back at the grind and the job and all that good stuff. So, yeah, what can I say? Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And so you were a part of the motion picture industry for 35 years. Yes. Wow. What was that like? Um, it was, a, it was, I did a lot of iconic jobs. It was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I bet. And so now you're retired, correct? Mm -hmm. And you, well, congratulations on retirement. Now, are you going to plan on enjoying your retirement or are you going to be one of these guys that retires, but doesn't actually really retire? <laughs> That's kind of me. That's kind of you. Yeah. I, I'll be the same way myself. I'll retire, but I won't really retire. So you have been fighting the family court in California for 31 years. How is that even possible? 31 years. That just blows my mind. Uh, yours and mine. Um, it's, it's been just a hellacious journey for that many years. And I guess to begin with, you know, when... I, I met this person. She was she was definitely not a good choice mm -hmm. in my life. Probably the worst choice I ever made. Um, and and then left at, when the kid was a couple of years old. Just absconded with him and took off, kidnapped him basically. And I had to hire a private investigator to locate him, which they never found. And then I was finally served with court papers a year and a half after she split. So where did where where did she take off to? Uh, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara, okay. And you're, where are you at in California? I, I am currently in the Santa Barbara County area, but at the time, we were living in Ventura County. Okay. And so, so uh, we were not married, and she took everything, and I was uh, on the road at that time. I was in the music industry at the time. And uh, I was on a tour, and I came home, and everything was gone. And so she took everything and split Wiped out my bank account, the whole bit. And, and did she give you? Did she give you any kind of warning beforehand, or no. was it just you were gone and then you got back and she was gone? It pretty much. Um, she had always been a, a troubled person and always in trouble with the law and other things, and so she was working for uh, a, an industry and was sort of bilking them out of their money. And I was cooperating with them, and I think she got wind of it. And so that's when she had her opportunity to leave. Okay. And so when I was finally served and went to court, um, I went to court. She had an attorney. I had an attorney. And the judge ordered me to pay 275 bucks a month. And then I was also uh, given visitation. Now, for the first, I'd say, seven, eight months, I did have visitation. Um but then she accused me of child abuse. Right. So then we had to go through the whole CPS thing. And then it finally was revealed that it was the daughter, her daughter that said that I was abusing the kid. And so then they finally said, okay, you didn't abuse anybody. So now you can have visitation. But in the meantime, I had paid all kinds of money out of pocket to have supervised visitation to uh, go through that whole process, which was just 
unbelievable to have monitored visitations with my own kid every time I, I met with him and I couldn't leave in a certain area. And uh, so then when that was all over with and then we went back to court, I was, I was given visitation for every week. So every week I went to the drop-off location and every week she never showed up. And we went back and forth to court for many years. And finally, then she revealed to me that he wasn't my kid. Oh, so I quit paying child support. And so then the court said, okay, well, then we want a paternity test. And she, she spent a year and a half dodging the court and not getting a paternity test. Meantime, I'm thinking the whole time, well, then he isn't my kid. Why should I be, pay, be paying child support if he's not my kid? So I paid yeah. I didn't how old? Him. How old was he at this time? Um, he was five. Five. I'm thinking okay. five, five or six. And so uh, finally she was threatened with contempt and she got the paternity test and it turned out to be my kid. So I was, I was paying support, but not getting any visitation. Mm -hmm. And so then when he finally had turned 18, Nope, I just lost sound again. I don't know. Nope, there we go. So we went back to court uh, when he was 18, and, and the court said, and I wasn't there, that I had to pay arrears. So they signed off with a commissioner, not a judge, in Santa Barbara County, that I had to pay $400 a month. That was 18 years ago. Jeez. And so on, if you take 275 and you multiply it, and at the time when I first started paying support, he was four years old. So for 14 years, if you multiply 275, that's $46,200. I have paid to date over $105,000, and the state of California still says I owe $60,000 in interest. Jesus Christ. But so, okay, so. So they are trying to go. How old is your son now? Then thirty-six. So he's thirty-six, and they're saying that you're still sixty grand in the hole. Yeah. Wow. And they've taken my license a million times. I mean, they've threatened me a million times, and so I finally, uh, a couple of years ago during the pandemic. Of course, I wasn't working, and you know the child support thing was still after me, and so I I mentally broke down. Um, I was going to commit suicide, honestly, and I called uh, my caseworker and told her where I was at mentally, and that I wasn't going to do this anymore. And so, what she did was she. Oh, I just lost. Seven. Sound again. I keep losing sound on you. I don't know why. Uh, are you, you got me now? Yep, I got you now. So you called your caseworker and said that you're mentally were kind of in a bad place and you weren't going to do this anymore. And then it cut off after that. And and then I was threatening to to commit suicide. And and so she sent the police to my home just to make sure that I wasn't going to kill myself. And I ended up going into 
uh, psychiatric care. And I still have mental health problems because of it. And the county doesn't didn't seem to care. So finally, I finally had their ombudsman started emailing me two months ago, three months ago. And I and I kind of went postal on them and said, listen, this is I'm done. I am not paying another dime. And until you can prove every single penny that I've paid and where it's gone, you're not getting any more money from me. I've emailed the head of child support, David Kilgore, in the state of California a million times over the last two years. I've gotten not gotten one email back. Yeah. It, yeah, that it doesn't surprise me because with with child support we've created a monster just because we've allowed it to happen. It's become this entity that's taken on its own accord. And it seems like most of the time to get child support to stop, it takes a fucking act of God to get it to stop because they just, they won't stop at all. I mean, I've seen stories where they've ignored court orders to stop taking child support, just flat out ignored the judge at, you know, even in my own case, you know, the judge had to go against them twice to tell them, look, he has full custody of his son now. Stop taking child support. And they wouldn't do it. It took forever for them to do it. And, you know, I've talked to, oh, gosh, you know, at this point, well over 100 fathers from California. And California is a fucking shit show when it comes to the family court system. They are fucking corrupt. And and here's the other sad part. If you look at every county in the state of this of, of California, every every county in the state of California operates differently. Mm-hmm. There's no congruency at all with any county and how they deal with child support in California. Yeah. It's absolutely a ridiculous thing. And yeah, there, there's no oversight on it. Zero. And so, with that being said, I've decided to uh, start this documentary on the situation with child support nationally. And one of the candidates that's running for political office, well, I happen to know, she's a, she's a, a progressive. Her name's Marianne Williamson. She's going to be running for the Democratic uh, presidential uh, bid for the, our next president. She ran mm-hmm. before. She ran before. She knows my situation. And I've told her, I said, you need to address this. If you want to change families in this country you this is the top the top issue that has to be addressed and it has to be addressed in every state not just california throughout the entire country you want to know why there's murders you want to know why all the school shootings are happening look at the situation with these people you take fathers out of the picture man and this is what we fucking get exactly so so when you told her that what did she say what was her response to that there there (laughs) Her, her team has responded and said, you know, that she has the information. But I, I want more than information. I want to see some action. I really want to see this become a political thing. Oh, it needs to be. It needs to you be know, man, I, so last year, first of the year, you know, I'm going through and I'm doing, you know, my New Year's stuff not this year, but the year before, I made the decision that I was going to reach out to every single state rep and state senator in the United States and call them on this stuff and send them a whole bunch of documentation on the family court system, child support, and how it's sexist and biased towards fathers and how it 
propagates ripping apart the family. Take a wild guess how many of those fuckers I heard back from. Not a single one. I mean, I even talked to representatives in my own state. John Tester. Okay, he's the Democratic senator from Montana. He makes himself out to be this great guy that's there for his constituents. I had a meeting set up with that dude about uh, four or five years ago when I first got into you know, the battle when I was going through my own battle. I had a meeting set up with him at his office. I got to his office. He was not there. He had decided that my situation and father's rights was not a big deal. He put a college aide in his place to talk to me. And that college aide didn't have a fucking clue what I was talking about. He looked at me and said, father's rights? What do you mean by father's rights? And I was like, are you kidding me? He's like, well, let, let me call, when this meeting's over, let me call one of my coworkers in D.C. and see what they know about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. But these guys don't want to touch it because so much money trickles down through the system to those motherfuckers. Nobody child wants support, to talk about that. And that's, you're so right on. Uh, you know, the latest figures on child support nationally, it's a $150 billion a year industry. It's bigger than the NFL. $150 billion. In California, it's over $11 billion, uh, you know, moneymaker. Yeah. And, and that's why Governor Newsom doesn't yeah. do anything about it. And that's why a lot of these politicians don't even want to do anything about oh. it. Oh, they're, they're not going to touch a cash cow. No. Man, that's a fucking cash cow for these guys because they all have their hand in the pie. Absolutely. You know, and they don't want to touch it. And, you know, there's so many people that I think the biggest problem is there's so many people they do not understand child support and how it works. They aren't aware that for every child support case on the docket, the federal government gives that court a kickback. You know, and they get bonuses for, you know, the amount of cases that are in arrears versus in the black. Dude, I, there was a list that I went through and compiled a couple of years ago. There's like 15 different bonuses child support gets. So, man, it, it behooves them to really stick it to you to the maximum amount they can. And that's why they go after you so ferociously on this shit. And the other thing is, you, know, you ever notice if you have a mom that is paying child support, it is never on the same level as what a father pays. And they never go after the mother the same way they go after fathers. No. I, I can't, I've yet to find one case in California where a woman has been held in contempt of court for parental alienation. They don't fucking exist. They're the unicorns. Yeah, 100%. they are the fucking unicorns. I keep hearing about how mothers have it bad too, but you know, I've been doing this for almost a decade. I've yet to see a mother that's had it as bad as a father oh. with all the various little bullshit that goes on. I mean, parental alienation is a real thing. I experienced it firsthand. I never got to see my son. Yep. I went to court. The judge, you know, I ended up bringing in her ex-husband who had a child with her who never got to see his daughter. And he and I spoke on the phone and I finally said, listen, I'll fly, you, I'll fly you out here. I need you to testify for me in court. He came and testified about how he never got to see his kid. I never got to see my kid. I mean, there was a mountain of evidence. And the judge said, I, you know what? After seeing all this, I, I really can't make a decision. I'm like, are you kidding me? And the problem in, in, in family court is that 
most of the judges, just every, pretty much every judge, isn't a family court judge. Hmm. They're corporate judges. Yeah, criminal case judges, you know. Exactly. You know, and here's the other thing that I've discovered over the last year, kind of doing a research on these different judges. You would be shocked at the number of these judges that are on the bench for family court that don't have kids themselves. They have no kids, and they're out here making life-changing decisions over people that have kids. Yeah. That is some bullshit right there. That should not be allowed. No. No. And, I mean, I honestly don't know what's going to become of my, my case. It's all interest. It's 100% it's interest. And I'm not going to pay any more. I, I, don't, I feel like I, I shouldn't be subsidizing the state of California. Oh, hell no. Hell no, because at this point, you know, your son... You know, he's damn near 40. You know, you're not paying for him. You're paying for the state of California and their shit. Exactly. Yeah, no, that, that's absolute bullshit. And it blows my mind that this is allowed and this is continued. Tom Cotton, who is a senator for Arkansas, I want to say, he came out not this year, but the year before and said he wanted to raise the minimum standard for child support payments across the nation he wanted to write a bill for congress saying hey we're, we're gonna make a minimum amount of payments because too many fathers are not paying their child support i was like you motherfucker are you serious that's unbelievable <laughs> you know i i i used to not believe this kind of shit before i got into this but now i'm just like no yeah, doesn't surprise me anymore Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't know where it's going to go, but, but something has to change in this country to where, you know, parents are responsible. The state yeah. and the government don't need to be responsible for this. It's, it's an industry. And until somebody calls this country out on the fact that it's an industry and nothing mm -hmm. more, it's not in the best interest of the child. No, it's in the best interest of the court system. Exactly. That's what, and all what it's all about. And all the employees that go along with it. That's it. Yeah. It's all about their jobs. Well, about. yeah, absolutely. So often I get people ask me, well, you know, Alan, how do you think we change this? What do we need to do to get this system changed? You're never going to get the system changed until you get the money the fuck out of the system. That's what this all is hinged on is the dollar bill. You take the money out of the system, the family court folds. Plain and simple. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm trying to get on Bill Maher because I, I would love to have him and his audience hear this issue because it's a real issue. And I, mean, I understand his situation as far as kids and, and all that. That's fine. He can have his beliefs, but he cannot sit there as a political pundit and think this is good for the country, yeah. you know, especially somebody as progressive as Bill Maher. Yeah. Well, you know, and the crazy thing is media, this media doesn't want to touch it any more than politicians do. If it has to do with father's rights and fathers having the ability to be in their children's lives without this huge fight and paying thousands and thousands of dollars, they don't want to touch it from a local level to, you know, a national level. A couple of years ago at Christmas time, I did an interview with the local news station here in my town talking about how, you know, Christmas time is one of the hardest times for alienated fathers. You know, they want to spend time with their kids, but they're not allowed to. And subsequently, 
that's also one of the highest suicide times for fathers is that same time. And so I did this interview. It was like a 15-minute long interview with a local news station. <laughs> they turned around and said that they would only run the piece if I had a qualified expert come on and vouch for what I was saying. I was like, really? A qualified expert? I was an alienated father. I went through the system. You don't get much more qualified than that. And we had this big fight with their newsroom director on, well, you know, I need somebody that's, you know, got a, a you know, doctor in front of their name or a lawyer or this or that. And they ended up bringing in some chump from out of state who was a talking head. He had nothing to do with behavioral sciences, families, or any of that stuff. He was just their quote-unquote expert. My 15-minute interview got chopped down to two minutes. I was so pissed. I was like, are you serious? And I've seen it happen over and over again. I've reached out so many times to so many reporters around the country trying to get them to acknowledge this fact of what's going on, but Nobody wants to talk about it. They just want to sweep that shit under the rug. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I mean, like I've written to Michael Moore. I've written to so many people about this issue. And like you said, nobody wants to touch it. Yeah. But in the end, somebody's going to have to. We're in 2023. And an election year is coming up in 2024. This has to be a addressed once and for all no, it should be a hot button issue it should be right at the very top absolutely 100 percent. you know you know because they're they're systematically destroying families but they don't care they would rather rather push the transgender issue they would rather push you know lgbtq2 that stuff and, that's the stuff that they want to push they don't want to talk about us and they don't want to talk about i mean they want to talk about gun control yep. let's talk about the reason why there are shootings and mass shootings. Let's talk about that issue. Talk mm -hmm. about the people that are doing the shooting. Talk about their background and where they've come from and the broken homes they've come from and the fact that nobody was there for them, yeah. you know, as, as, as when they were growing up because the courts didn't do anything. Yeah. And the courts continue to still do nothing. And oh, that's yeah. the biggest problem. Oh, yeah. You no, know, and... It always cracks me up when I hear somebody talk about the family court system and how, you know, they're, they're there for the best interest of the child. They're, they don't give a shit about the child. They don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about the mom. You know, we're all just names and numbers <laughs> on a fucking court docket at the end of the day. And the father is just a fiduciary figure yeah. that is appended to that. That's all we are. You know, at the end of the day, we're a dollar sign. Exactly. Oh, man. So we kind of segue there to get back on track to your situation. Um, what do you think they're going to do at this point? Because, you know, you, you are so far into it, you know. and You know what? I have no idea. I, I don't keep money in the bank anymore. Because, because they can take, take it. They can garnish it. Please. Absolutely. So, so I don't have money in the bank. But I have money. And it's mine. It's not theirs. It's mine. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I have paid my dues. Yep. I have paid my support. Until they could prove to me otherwise, I am not paying another dime. That's where I stand. You know? And if they want to take this 66-year-old guy and throw him in jail, I want to see it. You know? Bring it on. You know, I, I, would not put it, I would not put it above them. At the end of the day, I'm in California. 
and we're supposed to be one of the most progressive states in, in this country, and I think we're one of the worst yeah. when it comes to what, Well, when it comes to fathers' rights, absolutely. You know, California is right down there at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You know, when, so when you were reaching out to Amzimit Budsman, what did he say about it? It was actually a woman. Oh, uh, a woman, okay. I talked, talked to her over the years. And I, I just told her, I, I have no, nothing else to say. What she sent me, which was really hilarious, was she sent me a doctor's form and said, if you can get us to have your doctor fill out these forms to show your medical condition. This isn't a medical condition. It's a psychological one. This is a psychological mindfuck. They've been playing with me for decades. So it's, it has not, and I told her, you're nuts. You're completely loony. You're not paying any attention to what I'm telling you. All you're sending me is what you want to send to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not doing this game. I'm done with this game. <laughs> so, I mean, nothing's happened. My, my psychologist has said, if you need me to write something to show your state of mind, I'm happy to do it. And so what did you, what has your psychologist said about this over the years, the kind of effect that this has had on you, the constant harassment? She is just in disbelief, complete disbelief in that this kind of a system can exist and that nothing is done in the state of California. And this thing is a, a proliferation that just goes on and on and on. And she said to me, you're not my only client that's in, in a situation like you're in. Uh, there are other people who went through, you know, COVID and couldn't pay because they weren't working. Did the state do anything about it? No. No. Nope. They actually made it worse. Mm -hmm. And they actually took, you know, more money from people when they weren't working. <laughs> you know, how fair is that? Oh, it's, it's, it's not fair. And that's the thing. You know, child support is an unbridled fucking monster, and nobody wants to rein it in. Nobody has the balls to rein this thing in, and it's just running rampant, eating everybody. It's it's fucking unbelievable. You know, I talked to so many fathers over the course of the whole COVID thing, between being laid off from their jobs, you know, the lockdown, which you know infringed on their ability to see their child. Mm -hmm. You still had child support back there fucking piling up. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. Where, where, where is the president when it comes to child support and talking about shit like your situation? You know, he's more than willing to forgive government, you know, college loans, you know, for these kids that didn't use their brain. But we, you have your kind of situation where there's absolutely no help for you whatsoever out there. Nobody wants to reach out and help you. You I don't know, get it. Like I've said, and I've said this to the child support people, murderers get a better deal than we get. Yes, they do. If you murder somebody in this country, you can get paroled faster than you can with child support. Child support yeah. is a life sentence, and it's slavery. I said that to the head of child support here in California. And, and, they, and I, I got a call saying, what are you threatening why are you sending threatening emails? I'm like, I'm not threatening at all. Oh, of course, this is not of course it comes back to being a threat. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I'm like, this is not a threat. This is an actual truth. Yep. This nope. is the truth of what the deal is in the state of California. And I'm sorry that this guy isn't man enough to admit it. 
And I said, you know, all he cares about is his paycheck mm -hmm. and about the paychecks of everybody else that works on Earth. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, let's look at it. When you get to a certain point in child support, as far as arrears go, I've heard different figures, but let's just say 10,000 as kind of the baseline for arrears. You know, they for anybody that's listening that doesn't know, you run the risk of losing your driver's license, your CDL license, your hunting license, your fishing license, your business license, your LLC. They start taking all this stuff away from you. Your taxes are gone. Paychecks are garnished. You know, ultimately, you end up getting thrown in jail. And the kicker, you know, the cherry on that shit Sunday, you're in jail and child support is still accruing. It's still building up, man. So when you get out, you are so far in fucking arrears. It's unbelievable. And the other thing that I didn't know that I learned when I was going through my own situation is depending on the state and depending on the age of your child, if your child is under five, they can go backwards to the date of your child's birth and enforce arrears going forward. And I, the judge told me that and I was like, what? How how does that work? He goes, it's my discretion. I can go back to the date of birth of your child if they are five or under, and I can assign arrears from the date of their birth going forward. I was like, how the fuck is that legal? It's like, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. Right. So I was just like, holy shit. Wow. Well, and, and in California, they recently passed a bill uh, this past year on suspension of driver's license and have deemed it to be unconstitutional. So no longer can the state of California just arbitrarily suspend people's driver's licenses anymore. Well, I'm, I mean, that's, that's one good. Victory. That's one victory. That's one but victory, yeah. There's, there's way, way more to be done than just driver's licenses. Oh, the, the whole fucking thing needs to be tore down and revamped. And, you know, the, one of the things that really pisses me off the most is if you go to family court and you have 50-50 custody, okay, for anybody that doesn't know what that means, it means 50-50, dad has 50, mom has 50. There should not be one iota of child support. When the child is with you, you pay for that child's needs. When the child is with mom, mom pays for that child's needs. That's the way it should be. But they're never going to fucking do that because that takes them completely out of the picture. They don't get their cut. And at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. Right. And and, and into that issue, too, I mean, with my, my situation and not ever being able to see my son and for, you know, uh, 14 years longer than that. I mean, I've, he will not. I've reached out to this kid. I've written to him. Uh, he's a he's obviously a mess. He's blocked me on also on all social media. But I have found out through uh, other sources that this kid can no longer hold down a job at 36. He's messed up mentally. And this is all because of his mother's brainwashing of yeah. him and the fact that he never got to know who I am, even though he still carries my last name, which is, again, kind of crazy. I mean, you have somebody that has your last name, you don't even know who they are. Yeah, they're a complete stranger. He's a complete stranger to me. I'm a complete stranger to him. And he's a 36-year-old man. Mm. And I haven't seen him since he was four years old. Actually, I'm sorry. All right, five. So uh, that many years. And mm. it's just, it's insane. It's you know, and, and that's one of the things that goes hand in hand.
with this whole alienation. You know, because once you're getting alienated, you know, that child is getting coached. That child is being told what a piece of shit you are and what a horrible person you are. And that's horribly traumatic for a kid that's five years old that hears that. And the mother of this child didn't just do this to him. She did it to her daughter. And she did it to another kid after me with three different men. And so she's done this <laughs> numerous times. Time and time. That's her MO. That's what she does. She pops kids out and then gets dad out of the picture. And in the process of getting dad out of the picture, she destroys these kids. And I, 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 you know, I begged and pleaded, like, can this be over? And this is what set me over the edge and why I ended up, you know, in psychiatric care was during the pandemic when I had talked to my caseworker in child support and said, listen, you need to talk to this woman and say, look, I've paid everything. And she called her and called me back and said, you know what she said? She doesn't care. She wants every single penny. And she doesn't care. Yeah. And she's never going to stop. And I'm like, that's somebody who's freaking psycho right there. That's, that's a huge red psycho, flag. What is? <laughs> what is? That's a huge red flag. And that's, you know, and that's the other thing that nobody wants to talk about. Everybody wants to talk about dads and how dads are deadbeats. Nobody wants to talk about how these moms are just as fucking deadbeat as any of these dads are, if not more. You have stuff like this where it's very clear that mom's only in it for one reason, and that's the money. And they don't do anything about it. Oh, you know, no big deal, whatever. No. Nobody wants to acknowledge that fact. No, not at all. Not at all. And until, until that is addressed... It's only going to continue to get worse. Yep. Well, I mean, look at society today. Look at social media. Every time I open up my freaking social media, I see that. I see the stuff that people send me. And I, I'm just blown away because we have a generation of kids being raised by these single moms that are, let's be honest, trash. They are absolutely trash, and I'm, I'm going to get a lot of grief for saying that, but the single moms today that are raising kids are not the single moms from 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago you know, that actually cared about the kids they were raising. They were raising the kids because they wanted to be a mom. These single moms today are raising the kids because it's a financial deal for them. They make a fuckload of money. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to acknowledge the fact that these young women – their whole goal is to get pregnant because they get that child support coming in. They get that welfare, that WIC, that Section 8. They get all their shit paid for, and they just have to sit there. And it's a guaranteed income for 18 years. Well, 26 years now in some states. Yeah, It's totally true. And, I mean, look at this woman. She's got three kids. And, you know, how much money did she make? She didn't have to work. All she did was get paychecks from the state of California for her child support. Yeah. And I mean, that's it's not it's it's apparently not a crime to do that. Nope. <laughs> no, they they you know they they push it. The courts push that shit. You know, I talked to somebody. Oh God, a couple years ago, that said that you know him and his wife had split up, and it's very amicable. You know, they were still really good friends. It was just one of those things where it just wasn't working out, and they were adult enough to realize that, hey, you know, we can't be together, but we have this child together, so, you know, we need to co-parent. And they went to the court, 
you know, had the parenting plan drawn up. And, you know, as it always happens in court, you know, the judge looks at him and goes, okay, so what about child support? What are we going to do with that? And they both looked at the judge and said, you know, we're not going to do child support. You know, when he has the child, he's going to pay. When I have the child, I'm going to pay. And, you know, then we're going to work it out between. And that fucking judge looked at him and would not sign. <laughs> they would not sign the custody order, the custody petition. They were told by the judge that there had to be an element of child support in there for the courts to sign off on it. I mean, if that's not fucking highway robbery right there, I don't know what it is. Well, in, in, in this state, I mean, co-parenting, which the courts don't really push, but should push, gets a D if you look at it overall. That's what the state of California has as a rating for court, the family court system to promote co-parenting. They get a D. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's, it's bottom of the barrel kind of thing. You know, no, very few of these states want to actually push co-parenting. I think the last big thing I saw about it, like Kentucky has co-parenting from the get-go, 50-50. There's like three or four other states that are 50-50 right out of the gate. Florida tried to do that, and it made it to the governor's desk, and the governor vetoed it. I was like, what the fuck? Really? And there's videos that I posted of these state officials saying that co-parenting is not a good thing. I'm just it's like, how the fuck is it not a good thing? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I get it. That's obviously not a good thing for the state coffers because it doesn't bring in any goddamn money for them. Totally. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. Well, like I said, you know, previously, you know, in, in, in the United States of America, it's a $150 billion a year industry, which is just a sad statement. Yeah. To, see, well, to even think that, you know, child support is an industry on that level. Yeah. Well, and, and to put that into further context, the NFL is a $50 billion a year industry. Yeah. You know, so almost two times as much yeah. is what child support is. And, it, you know, I mean, really, it's, it's on par with the military industrial complex. And then you look at the prison complex that's an offshoot of child support and, how many kids end up going to jail or prison that come from these single parent, primarily mother led households? It's unfucking real. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I wish there was more being done. And I don't, I don't know why there isn't more being done, but there definitely has to be something. And so I'm motivated to get this documentary done because it needs to be done and however it needs to be done i'm going to do everything i can to make it happen so let's talk about that um how far along are you on that process have you fleshed it out just, or is it just kind of in the birthing stages in the, in the beginning stages in the beginning stages I've, I've got enough people that i've been speaking with about this and other groups uh on social media that are interested in, in wanting to participate because it's an issue and, and, yeah. and it's a big issue. Yeah. And I cannot believe somebody like a Michael Moore wouldn't want to tackle something like this. Uh, I mean, he's tackled so many other huge social issues. If this isn't one of the biggest, I don't know what is. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it is definitely got to be at the top. And I think once it's out there, 
I don't know how politically nobody can do anything or acknowledge it. Well, you would think once it gets out there, and if it is helmed by a big name director, someone like Michael Moore or something like that, who is, you know, very progressive with social issues, they would have to, you would think that they would have to acknowledge it. It would, I would think that it would do them more damage by not acknowledging it. I mean, I, I've actually talked with folks I know at Netflix and stuff like that, and, and they are incredibly interested. They said, you know what, if you can put this documentary together, we will be more than happy to show it. And I can't imagine that a documentary like this wouldn't get the attention of everybody in this country because it's going to affect and touch everybody in this country. Oh, it absolutely does. Well, and that's that's it. It touches every economic level out there from, you know, the ultra-rich. You know, look at Kanye West. You know what? Six months ago, he, he got a child support order for $250,000 a month. On down to the nobodies like you and me that are, you know, paying most of our paychecks to child support and trying to figure out a way to live yeah. after that. Yeah. Man, I mean, and, there, there has to be a bill authored either in the Senate, in on the national level, that has to regulate or modify our current system, because there hasn't been any modification or anything to this entire system in over thirty years. Yeah, I think I think the last major modification was in '87 if I remember correctly, when it went from the tender years doctrine mm -hmm. to what's in the, you know, the current, current exactly. statement, what's in the best interest of the child. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's fucking 2023 right now, and we're still dealing with this. I mean, this is like, I mean, straight away, this is like some middle-aged, middle-aged er, stuff, you know, medieval mm -hmm. stuff that we're kind of dealing with here. And, I mean, even the judge who who uh, heard my case on, on uh, the parental alienation and the visitation and trying to find a contempt charge is deceased. He isn't even here. Oh, He's God. dead. And, I you, mean, outlasted, you outlasted a judge. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, he was, he was old back then. And even yeah. the first judge that issued me uh, my, my first child support order, he's gone. And, and the problem is, is that all these folks that have come since then, uh, are worse than the ones that were there 30 years ago. No. Yeah, you get these you get these young judges in. You know, what was it, two weeks ago, there's a judge in Idaho, Megan, I won't say her last name, but she's um, she was kind of in the limelight because of those those college slayings in Idaho, in Moscow, Idaho. She's the, mad, well, she's the magistrate. Mm -hmm. She's the one that's officiating that. She demanded that I take down my podcast <laughs> because it's showing the fa it's showing the family court in a bad light. <laughs> wow! I was like, really? Sorry. <laughs> well, if you guys aren't weren't all pieces of shit, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I mean, come on, really? We wouldn't be having this discussion. Yeah, yeah, you'd be out there living your best life. I'd be living my best life. Hundred percent. But that's not the reality of it. No. You know, we have to come together in these kind of venues to talk about what the family court system is and what child support is and how it's such a bullshit, unfair, biased system.
Yeah, and and it's it's not it's a sexist issue. Yeah, is really what it is. Yeah, and it as is. for as much as this country wants to have equality and wants to have women's rights, it's it's totally it's a it's a it's it's the complete polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what that. Well, they've taken mothers and they put them on the welfare plantation. That's what they've done. You know, nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to acknowledge that fact. But, you know, they they dole out this welfare, you know, every program under the sun to these single mothers, you know, that, that get custody and everything. And, you know, that's another that's another part of the child support system that that ties into is the welfare system. You know, the child support's getting their money back from the welfare system and vice versa. And yeah, it, it sticks mothers on the welfare plantation and nobody wants to acknowledge that shit. No. No. No, because they're getting, you know, food stamps for their kids. They're getting food stamps for themselves. They're getting medical for their kids. They're getting medical for themselves. Who's paying for all that? You know, we are. Yep. We are paying for that. Yep. You know, it was funny when I first started going through this, you know, when I was very naive and didn't have a clue about how the system worked, I just know that I needed help. You know, I started checking around and I started checking out what services were available for men. I didn't find a fucking single thing. But now if I was a woman, there is every service under the sun, you know, cell phones, rent, legal aid, food stamps, WIC. You know, and it goes on and on and on and on. But there's nothing for guys. There's nothing for fathers out there that need that help. It just does not exist. You know, we're told, hey, go get another job. That's what we're told. Sure. Sure. It's not a level playing field by any stretch of the imagination. No, it's not. It's not. And, you know, the, the truly scary thing, though, is since I started doing this and since I, you know, started advocating for fathers, you know, I've discovered it's the same thing all around the world. Just not here in the United States. It's all around the world. The same shit that we're talking about is happening around the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's a global thing. Yeah. It's a global thing. And, and, it, and so it has to change because it's the only way that we're going to move forward as, as, a, as a species, as a society is to address this and realize that it's a real issue. It's not pretend. You know, this really happens to people. And the fact that, you know, you can be a person like myself and never know your child and feel that pain your entire life, and the court system has no mercy on you whatsoever, I don't know how how more messed up that can get than that. And it doesn't. And it seems like a lot of times, the more emotional you get, the harder the family court system goes at you. Yeah. You know, and and that's the unfortunate part. And if you get emotional about it, yeah, you're labeled as toxic masculinity, you know, and and all the other shit that goes with that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I really, you know, they just absolutely destroy you. The family court system is a fucking meat grinder. Oh, I mean, I've been married three times, and all three times my marriages ended, and it was in part due to the fact that, you know, this child support issue was never getting resolved for me. 
and there was nothing I could do. Yeah. And it was the most helpless feeling and still is the most helpless feeling in the world that you can't do anything about it. It's a system that's broken and continues to get broken and never seems to get fixed. Yep. Well, you're completely at the mercy of someone who doesn't give a fuck. You know, at the end of the day, you know, they just want that money. That's all they want. They don't care about your well-being. They don't care about your mental health, you know, your physical health or anything like that. They just want the money. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can tell you 20 years ago when Kevin McCarthy, who is our Speaker of the House, was in Bakersfield and he was my assembly person. I can't tell you how many letters I wrote to that guy about the system and how messed up it was 20 years ago. And I would get these form letters like, there's really nothing I can do. It's up to the legislature to do something. It's up to, well, you're part of that legislature, yeah. pal. Well, what is you're your job, dude? <laughs> you're part of that program, buddy. Come on. He wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Nope. No, that's, that's the way these politicians are, man. Yeah. They don't want to touch anything that has to do with father's rights. And, you know, I think one of the biggest problems that we run into is single motherhood and that whole trope has been placed on this pedestal where, you know, that's, that's what a lot of these little girls are aspiring to be as single mothers. How fucking scary is that? That's their goal in life is to be a single mother. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't really get it. But on that note, Mark, we are coming to the end of this. The time flew by very, very quickly. Um, I definitely want to stay in touch with you. Yeah, sure. Uh, I definitely want to hear in regards to this because I know so many fathers that would absolutely love to be a part of this documentary to tell their story and their horror story about the family court system and child support and what that's done to them. Yeah, and, and I, I definitely want to hear those stories. And, and I tell you what, this is going to happen. I'm going to make this happen. You have my word. I mean, I've been wanting to do this for so long. And now that, you know, I'm basically officially retired out of the motion picture industry, I'm going to have some time on my hands to really sit down and get this going. So if somebody is listening to this, and I see we already have one, person down there, Lacey, how did they get a hold of you to talk to you about this, to tell their story to you and everything? How do they go about doing that? Um, you can reach me on my email, which is Mark Zekanis, Z-E-K-A-N-I-S at gmail.com. Perfect. And, you know, if you guys didn't catch that, you can always send my stuff to me or your stuff to me, and I will pass it on to Mark, and we'll kind of go from there. Thank you, Alan. I really appreciate this. I appreciate this platform that you have, and uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna make a difference. Absolutely, man. That's you know that is my overall goal. My my war my war has been done for five years, but I'm here giving everybody else a voice to tell their story, and that's what it's all about for me. Well, I really appreciate this. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And I'll touch base with you, Mark, here when we get offline, because I do have a couple questions for you. Sure. So we'll go from there. And I want to thank you for coming on this episode, okay? Thank you. Again. All right. And thanks, right, Mark. Time. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. 
All right, guys. So that was Mark talking about 31 fucking years of dealing with the family court system in California. California, what are you guys doing? 31 fucking years? This poor guy has been dealing with you guys? What the hell? But I mean, that just goes to show how big of a monster child support is and the family court system is. It's just unreal that this is allowed to go on. $60,000 in interest blows me away, man. But that's going to wrap up the show for tonight. Uh, like Mark was saying, he gave you his email address. If you guys did not catch that and you have a story about the child support system around the country, not just California, but around the country, um, and you want to reach out to him, just reach out to me and I can pass your stuff along to Mark. All right, guys. I want to thank everybody for stopping by. And uh, yeah, we'll see you again. I'm Alan Donovan. You've been listening to The Father's Truth. All right, guys. Have a great night. Love you all. Thank you for joining us and listening to The Father's Truth. If you would like to be a guest or know someone with a story that needs to be heard, email Alan Donovan now at thefatherstruth at sohomail.com.